All right. Welcome, everybody, to Hot Takes Episode 2. Thanks for joining us. Uh, in case you are a new listener, which you might be, uh, my name is Papa Spice Greg Rice. Um, you might know me from my YouTube channel or from this show, uh, which is on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Had to get the cheap plugs in there. Um, so if there's any particular way you want to watch or listen, check it out on there. Uh, I'm here with my two buds, Hans. Good evening. How you doing today? <laughs> Good, thank you. Uh, and Harry. What up, what up, what up? How you guys doing? Uh, good, thanks. And we're here to dissect and discuss all things pop culture and what is the topic for today. Today, we are going into the vaunted vaults of the MCU and we are going to rank all the MCU movies. Um, so we're going to work our way down each of our lists and if there's any takes some might say hot takes that we have <laughs> uh then we're gonna go ahead and uh run those through but um i guess i'll just start it off so we're gonna start from the bottom and, and the way that we uh kind of cordon these off is uh we have our bottom eight which you know bad to okay movies and then we Somebody's have gotta be at the bottom somebody's yeah, gotta be there exactly exactly and then we have our uh Numbers 11 through 15, which are okay movies, not too bad. Uh, then we have our rankings of 6 through 10, which are really good. And then 1 through 5, which obviously the top tier of the Marvel movies. So thank you guys again for joining us, and let's get the ride started. So I'm going to go first, if you boys don't mind. Go, go right it. ahead. I can't okay. wait to hear you your takes <laughs> okay spoiler alert they shouldn't come as a surprise because at the very bottom number 23 i have thor the dark world uh this movie was just a miss on all fronts for me and you know as much as i love uh the director alan taylor um not his finest work and i don't know what else to say it's just kind of boring to me which sucks because i love yeah. thor uh number 22 i had the incredible hulk Number 21, Captain Marvel. Number 20, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 19, Iron Man 3. Number 18, Ant-Man. And number 17, Spider-Man Far From Home. No reactions? Come on, boys. <laughs> well, I'm just, I mean, you know, we, uh, we, have a, we have a rider here for Far From Home. But, uh, yeah. I mean, me, me and your list, at least towards the back end, Greg, are very similar once we get to mine. But, um, I mean, I think, uh, you know, there needs to be a little bit more love for Captain Marvel. Mm. But uh, otherwise, um, I mean, it's shaping up pretty good so far. No complaints. Okay. Well, yeah, I have a feeling we'll touch on Captain Marvel a little more as well as Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll be going into detail on, on Far From Home in a little bit. <laughs> okay. And my number 16 for this uh, bottom eight is Avengers Age of Ultron. So it just didn't make the cut for, for good movies, but, you know, it's, it's not terrible. I, I like it. It's just not great. It has its um, so that's my bottom eight. Uh, Hands, how about you? All right. So just as a disclaimer, my number 23 is just by default. Um, which is Captain Marvel. Uh, I only reason is because I did not to watch it. Apparently, I did not see it. Um, Doran, I, I just went to, quick when it was in the theaters. You know, I was expecting a child doing a lot of housework. I was bro, a job you have out, Disney Plus. Getting a job, <laughs> <laughs> getting up at like four thirty every day. So it was like I didn't really have time to go to movies. So I kind of missed it. Actually, same from Far From Home, but we'll touch on that later. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so at the fault, I've been meaning to go back to watch Captain Marvel. Um, I agree with you on Incredible Hulk at 22. It, it, 
I, I like it. And as a full disclaimer here, I enjoy all these movies. I don't hate any of them, but there are some that just like, as Greg had said, they, they missed the mark. So I have to kind of point that out. Um, 21, I have Iron Man 2. All right, 20. pause. Hold on, hold on. I'm calling shenanigans already. This is the first shenanigans being thrown your way. Um, Iron Man 2, my friend, does not deserve to be at number 21. Yes, it does. So explain yourself. It does. Why, but it's it just – there's something about, like, I honestly forget Iron Man 2 was even made a lot. Like, I, I, I just do – for some reason, like, I don't think – like there's some pretty cool action in it. I mean, it's the second Iron Man movie that we get, but I just, there's nothing like I, Mickey Rourke as the villain is just like, I, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't hit for me. I like Justin Hammer uh, is, is just, I don't know. There's something Hammer's about great. it. I, you I, are, you are breaking my heart because no. Whiplash and Justin Hammer are both yeah. now granted. I'll give you they're they're campy, but they're so campy. Mm. They're good. Like, you know yeah. how you're so campy or bad, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Batman and Robin. This is the other end of the spectrum. That's true, but but there's just I just I, I've never actually. I think I've maybe only seen like most most of these movies I've seen more than once. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen this as full second time. Mm-hmm. And then like by the time like I love the addition of um, Don Cheadle. I like I think he's far superior over Terrence Howard. Agreed. But I just there's something that I it's a very forgettable movie. Like other than the the fight between Iron Man and War Machine, that's like I'm out the rest of the movie. Like I the final fight's kind of is is just like dumb and quick. Like I I just I don't know. I, I it's something I'm just not into. Dude, what about the debut of Black Widow? What about It's Iron Man 2 as a reference last week. Well, or two weeks ago when we were talking about Got Mandalorian me. and how it was like a placement for all this. And you're like, it's number 21. It's a, all right, fine. You know what? If It's a good pre Avengers movie. Okay. I'll, I'll yeah. go with that, but okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not going farther than I'm not going, I'm not putting that higher than, than where it's at right now, man, dude, you want Sam Rockwell is so great as Justin hammer in this movie. Uh, like I really so feel good. you're doing a disservice he's, here. I, I don't know. He's all right. <laughs> he's, a, he, he's all right I, and i and and i'm like a big fan of his but like i i love a lot of his work but he's just he's all right like okay i, just, I don't know well ultimately this is your wrist and or your list and you're entitled to be wrong so yeah, you know wrist. i'm gonna i'm gonna hear that a lot today <laughs> all right well that's that's iron man too huh okay no love right. continue so and then uh at 20 i have eight man and the wasp um mm-hmm. 19 thor to the dark world uh 18 guardians 2 um, 17 Captain America First Avenger and then I'm rounding it up with Iron Man 3 okay. so um, I like I said I, I don't hate them they just I, I think a lot of them I like the I feel like the back end of my list and this might change with or be similar to you guys it, it does change a lot depending on when I watch it like mm. I'm just gonna like throw Ant-Man as an example I watched that last weekend and I'm like it's not as bad as I originally like kind of, like or it's better than I thought it was and so I, I think I originally had it ranked lower than and I watch it again I'm like it's pretty good mm. so now I'm the top to... the as we get closer to the top 10 they're, they're not going to change for me so just mm. you. we'll see yeah. <laughs> chris i was gonna i was gonna ask you too no love for for first avenger no, no i mean I, yeah, I, that's kind of surprising i mean I, yeah, I, a little surprising it's out of the top 15 at least i i that's another one like it's a really good but but you're looking at like if you look at the top half of the list i just think that other movies are superior than that it's a really mm. good introduction to captain america in terms of like with chris evans and 
um, like all the supporting cast that like kind of show up with Bucky and everything. And I, I like the Red Skull, but that was another thing I wanted. Like the Red Skull is, you know, we'll jump into it a little later. Like I, I wanted to see more of him going like through the movie. Like I just felt like his role wasn't as big as it should have been. But right. I, I mean, it, 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 it's a good Captain America movie to introduce him. But I, I, compared to everything else in the MCU, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think it's that strong. But you think Iron Man 3 is better than Cap? And they, <laughs> like I said, they flip back and forth. I, 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 watch, okay. I, I've, I watched Iron Man 3 recently, more recently than Captain America First Avenger. And I realized I, like, I think the first time I saw Iron Man 3, I did not like it. And then like, I watched it again. I'm like, this is actually a lot better than I, I gave it credit for the first time. We yeah, might, we might. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, God. No, no, no. You go ahead. You I was just gonna. Point. I was just gonna say, like, I with Iron Man three. I kind of agree with you. It used to rank much lower on the list than nineteen for me, but upon rewatching, I didn't dislike it as much. It's just I really don't like what they did with the Mandarin, which, to my understanding, yeah. they're correcting with um, Shang Chi. So I'm very excited about that. But uh, he's primarily an Iron Man villain, so I would have liked to see him done right in an Iron Man movie. Uh, Harry, you were gonna say. No, I was just going to say, uh, I mean, I think uh, Captain America First Avenger is, is definitely deserves to be higher up there. But mm-hmm. there there is the element of when you when you watch something like Chris was saying, like, how recently did you watch it? Because sometimes I can kind of change it like and I'll, I'll get to that in my list uh, when we go through about about Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. I used to like Iron Man 3 more. And then recently I saw Iron Man 2, you know, maybe about a month or two ago because um, the wife's doing a, a rewatch. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, Justin Hammer fuck is, is freaking fun. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's, that's, it's just, that's how the, the things change. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, all right, Harry, let's uh, hear your bottom eight. Yeah. So, um, unlike Chris, I've seen all the movies here. Um, I feel like we're going to have to change the title of the podcast to the trial of, of hands. Um, <laughs> and how we how we burn them on the coals here but uh yeah number 23 uh nobody had this as a 23 incredible hulk i i mean when you just go through the story you know the line and all that stuff a great tim roth performance as as the villain but like otherwise you know is obviously forgettable in the timeline i just uh, want to 20- i just want to say too yes we didn't have it as number 23 but both of us had it as 22 so it I mean, I, yeah. we're, we're pretty uh, listen, much in agreement. Listen, we're, we're splitting hairs here. So <laughs> it's Thor the Dark my worst movie that I saw. <laughs> yeah. Thor the Dark World, number 22. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, just forgettable. I mean, when we get to uh, my next Thor movie, also just forgettable for me, um, even though it's solid. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, number 21. Uh, just, you know, I, I also look at these movies when I ranked them as, you know, first one, second one, third one, as far as how they go in the, in the series. And just as the second Ant-Man movie, just, you know, far less superior to Ant-Man one, in my opinion, um, 20 guardians of the galaxy volume two. Now I know Greg is a, is a huge guardians guy. Mm. Um, just again, second movie of the guardians, not, not as good as the first one. And just a little bit forgettable, I guess, to me, like, I don't know, uh, you know, Kurt Russell. Sure. Have a good time. Great um iron man 3 number 19 for me uh yeah like i was saying about iron man 2 watched iron man 2 more recently uh you know and iron man 3 you know falls to the wayside for me um and then number 18 i have thor which you know might be a little bit of a spicy date but uh yeah thor just i i I remember i remember a diner scene where they went to a diner um i remember there's a metal monster that comes down 
Um, this isn't the one with the stone giants, right? That's 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 the word Dark World, right? Correct. That's Dark World. Yeah. Correct. So yes. <laughs> they blend together for me as far as um, now. I make up for Thor because I love Thor, um, and I think he grows um, further as the Marvel universe has has gone. But yeah, Thor one eighteen. Hands. He looked like you're chomping at the bit. All right. So I, <laughs> you made some like good points. Like I, it's in compared to like, I, it's far superior in the dark world. It's I, I, in my opinion, it's not as good as Ragnarok, but of course, I, I, I think like, what, what do you think of like, I guess like the introduction of Loki who shows up like so, so many, like that's where I put yeah. my, like a lot of my strength I think was in his perform, like was in um, Hiddleston and, um, Hemsworth is performance like like against each other. And I think the yeah. story with them really kind of like carried the movie. Where that's what I think it was. It, it deserves to be a little higher than eighteen. I mean, I respect where you're coming from, but I just think you're wrong, dude. That's do fine. you not get chills when they have that opening shot of the Realm Eternal, where it zooms in all the way to the hall, and you see all the Asgardians, the Golden Realm, the the fine. fanfare is playing in the background. Like you don't get any cool. feels from that. Uh, real cool. Jeez, real cool. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, I mean, listen. The other thing, I, like I was saying earlier about Ant Man and the Wasp, and, and just as far as like this is the first Thor movie. So mm-hmm. when I'm thinking of Captain America, First Avenger, or I'm thinking of even Ant Man, Spider Man, like all those are far superior first movies to me. Whether it be for one reason or another, where it's more funny, whether it's you know reminds me more of you know just high school banter, you know, when, when thinking about Spider-Man. So, I mean, Thor, it's just, it's fine. It's fine. They make up for it in Thor three with Ragnarok, which is far superior to both of these movies. Absolutely. So I wouldn't say far um, superior. I think, but I mean, listen, the Hiddleston point is a good point, but I also think of Hiddleston a lot when I think about Avengers, because he's kind of the main villain in the first Avengers movie, even though Mm -hmm. he's kind of, you know, the, the puppet, you know, from, from Thanos, but you know, uh, I just, Thor, it's fine. See, with me, like, I don't know, there's scenes in Thor that I just get the chills every time. And, you know, yeah. one of them, when he's trying to lift the hammer in the rain pouring down and S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hawkeye are all watching looking, him. Looking hot, yeah. Yeah, looking studly. You know, I'm secure, I can say it. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he fails. But, again, you have that beautiful music playing, that wonderful score. And then... Um, also, uh, you know, the moment where he kind of sacrifices himself to try and stop the destroyer towards the end and he ends up getting whacked, but then Yalnir comes flying through the air. He catches it and then the lightning hits yeah. him. He's got the, the armor on. Like, I mean, there's really good stuff in this movie and I think you're doing a bit of a disservice ranking it so low, but, you know. You know, you guys, you guys put up good cases. Uh, it's going <laughs> to stay at 18. Um, but <laughs> you're not changing maybe, it to number one. <laughs> maybe no, I'm not going to move it. But uh, you know, maybe I'll give it another rewatch. Give it, give it this honest, you know, opinion from you guys for it. But yeah, it's it's going to stick at 18. Um, right. It could move. It could move ahead of Iron Man two. You know, I, I debated a little bit about this. Like I said, I've watched Iron Man two pretty recently, and you know, some of the things we talked about made it really enjoyable. And then number 16 for me, which is going to be a bummer for for hands, is Spider Man Far From Home. Mm-mm. um again just coming homecoming is far superior um and i know we'll get into it a little bit later but far superior and listen gyllenhaal is great um but uh, you know i'll say i'll save that for when we get to uh down the hands list for it okay all right so that's your uh bottom eight so let's move on to my 11 through 15 
Uh, number 15, I have Iron Man 2. Um, again, you know, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was much better than the, the bottom eight crew. Uh, number 14, I have Thor Ragnarok, which already has stirred up some controversy. Garbage. I see some head Garbage. <laughs> we'll chat later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, number 13, um, Harry, you have some umbrage with my number 13 pick, which is yeah, Guardians you know, of the Galaxy Volume you know, 2. Greg, it wasn't as much umbrage that I had with it <laughs> as much as I wanted you to use your beautiful voice and mm-hmm. explain to me the reasoning of why Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, Chris has it at 18. I have it at 20. You have it up at 13. So mm. what is it for you that stands out? I kind of wanted to hear what you had to say. So we have actually had a little bit of this convo off air Mm -hmm. before, but uh, I find the father son dynamic between ego and uh, Peter um, really kind of touching. And, you know, it's a, it's a story that uh, I think some people can relate to. Um, I think that was awesome. I thought the dynamic between Yondu and Quill uh, with Yondu being the surrogate father was awesome. Um, Seeing the, other ravagers like Taserface and uh, Sly Stallone's character in, in that outpost was really cool. Everything is more vibrant color-wise, which I love that opening scene with Mr. Blue Sky. Come on. And then yeah. speaking of the soundtrack, um, I was foolish because I thought the soundtrack for Guardians 1 was better originally when Guardians 2 came out. And I have to say, nowadays, Guardians 2 soundtrack, it's way more play uh for me than guardians i I think the music is awesome yeah um it's just man it's such a good movie and i feel like it gets overlooked guardians one you know we'll we'll get to my placement of that much later i think it is a stellar movie uh pun intended but um guardians two i think uh, just kind of similar to iron man two i think a lot of people kind of overlook it right fair and, Listen, no, we'll move it up to one. We'll move it up to one, Greg. It's fine. <laughs> no, I and and I, I I think that it is a good movie. I just I, I think that it. I guess my problem I had with and you see this with like a lot of sequels that come out. Like I just mm-hmm. I feel like they put a lot into it, like a lot, like too much. Where like I feel like it, there was a lot going on at sometimes where I'm just kind of like, all right, like I love the relationship between um, Gamora and um, Nebula. Oh in nebula um i like how that story advanced and and you're right the father-son dynamic is good i was more interested in the yondu and quill relationship like digging farther into that but i, I just there was I, and i i think it was a good movie I, I i just but for some reason like that was one of the movies that i don't think i've ever seen all the way like two times all the way through i think i, I saw it first time in theaters and i was hyped for the first one and then i remember going to this and kind of leaving and being like all right Man. It's kind of like it, it, it's good i like i i don't want to take anything away from it because i yeah. do have it low on my list but yeah i i your points are like are valid i just i, I just i think in the overall execution it was it was okay mantis mantis is great <laughs> i i do I like her mantis. addition like yeah because i think like her as she moves into like the um like infinity war i love her in infinity war i think she's one of the the funnier like kind of parts at it but i just overall i i'm like all right it was good i like i watched it and then I think it was on like FX. I'm like, all right, this is on. Okay. And went to another room. Um, so that was my 13. My number 12 is Captain America, the first Avenger. And talk about, you know, a moment that gives you chills. Uh, and I just want to go into this real quick, but I get goosebumps every single time um, when 
the time passes, you see, you know, the Americans celebrating the end of World War II. Then things kind of go white and Cap wakes up and that soft music is playing. And then he's listening to the baseball game. Um, And then, you know, he wakes up, things ensue, and he ends up going out into uh, Times Square. And it's just like, man, I'm getting chills talking about it now. But like, I I love date. Yeah, date. I know, man. It's so good. It's so good. Um, now, the rest of the movie, uh, you know, I'm not going to say it's perfect, but I, I, th- I thought it was really good. But that that scene in particular really gets me where it's like, can you imagine, just put yourself in his shoes. Obviously, not we're not super soldiers, but, you know, waking up a man out of time. This yeah. is, you know, half a century, a century in the future. And then you're just like, what is going on? Where am I? Like, you'd have to be so lost and only a guy so sure of himself could come back from that, which is what we end up seeing in some of the other movies. So anyway, that was just a little rant I wanted to go on about my love for Captain America, the first <laughs> Avenger. Uh, and then rounding out um, 11 through 15 is my number 11, which is the first Thor. It just, man, it was so close to cracking the top 10 and kind of like what you guys said with certain movies where it can kind of flip flop. On any given day, this might flip flop with my number ten, which we'll get to later. But um, but yeah, it was it was really close. It was tough to make that call. So that's my eleven through fifteen. All right, nice. all right. So my fifteen is Age of Ultron, um, mm-hmm. and I I feel like I don't like personally give this movie enough credit to like of of how good it like kind of actually is i remember watching this and and this is kind of like how i felt initially after i watched guardians of the galaxy 2 where i watch i'm like that's all right but then i like rewatched it like actually like multiple times i'm like it's actually a lot better than i originally like thought it was um so i i, I kind of man myself for not ranking that a little higher but i you know that's where it's at right now sun's getting awfully low big guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i just lo- i love the addition to the new cast like i like scarlet witch is like she goes on to be like one of my favorite parts of the MCU, and I loved her addition. I, I wish they would have kind of. I know with legal reasons they couldn't call them mutants, mm-hmm. but um, but I mean we'll see how that changes in the in the future now. But um, I mean I I think she was the best addition to the MCU. I wish in the future of the MCU we saw more of Ultron. I did like him as a villain. Ultimately, I think the one thing that I I did not like is he was just kind of like a a generic. I'm gonna build a robot army and try and take over the world and that was it like he was one and done i don't even know if he's mentioned more than two or three times in the future of the mcu i I feel like he deserved a little more one quick note on that uh, and kind of talking about the generic army building stuff (sighs) not to say i was disappointed with the end of age of ultron but i i found it disappointing that they they kind of repeated what they did in avengers one with it's the avengers versus this army and i think what happened in avengers one uh the ending to that uh or the big battle i should say was much better than age of ultron so it was kind of disappointing to see them do that same mix again i guess it's it it fit into the way the story was told but i don't know yeah and i would love to see ultron come back in the mcu somehow i don't think he will i think he he's kind of like i I, I think enough time has passed where he like he was just kind of a, a generic villain overall. Where if you bring him back, I don't think enough people are going to really care. Mm-hmm. So like to kind of be like that overall threat for them, but I, I still think it's a lot better than I originally gave it credit for. So mm-hmm. okay, that's my Age of Ultron piece. <laughs> mm. 
Um, so then after that, Ant-Man, um, quick thing on that. I, 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 Ant-Man's great. I, it, I think it doesn't get enough love that it, it really should. Um, the whole cast in that, and that whole movie's great, except, um, and I always forget his name, um, Yellow Jacket. Corey Stoll. Um, yeah. I, he's my only, like, I think, I, I, I think he's a terrible actor. So I'm just going to leave that there. <laughs> I, I don't. Our villain for sure in the movie. I, he's just, yeah, he's another one where he's just like, all right, let's make a robot army or like a, an army. And, and, but he just, he stinks. <laughs> um, so that, that's my piece on that. Um, 13, I have Spider-Man Homecoming. Um, I think as a solo Spider-Man movie, it, it really did a great job of bringing like Tom Holland into his own um, outside of Civil War, which we'll touch on in a little bit. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think, you know, as we've said before, I think Far From Home is far superior, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, number 12, I have Thor. And then 11, I have Doctor Strange. Okay. Not bad. Strange one. Yes. Is Harry. This one? All right. Um, so jumping into my number 15, um, unlike you guys, I've kept Marvel a little bit higher. Um, I number 15, Captain Marvel. What's, what's the face? You're already, making, you're already upset with that. Greg. Yes. Here's the, here's the face, the movie. All right. Look, oh, I am oh, all about, I am all about female empowerment and having strong women characters, strong women leads. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am all about nostalgia movies. Like throw me a movie placed in the eighties and nineties, whatever. Sold. Yeah. I'm into it. I found this movie kind of boring. Um, it had its moments, but that's why I ranked it so low. I put it as 21 and I yeah. just like, I, something didn't click for me and I don't know what it is. Cause it's not Brie Larson. She was awesome. Yeah. Um, I mean, Brie love her. Yeah. She's, you know, great inside and outside of the role, but, um, I just, yeah. I don't know what it was, but this movie, I feel like you're, you're, you're placing it way high and it just, uh, it was like, mm. Well, I mean, listen, I still have it at 15. It's not <laughs> yeah. like it's on like, my top five, as we'll right. find out for some people. But um, listen. It's what do a, you it's love about movie. it so much that you listen, put it this I, high? I'm going to go back to it again. I mean, you, a lot of the points that you said that you love is what I loved about the movie. Right. You know, it's the first, uh, you know, standalone movie for uh, a female, you know, superhero, for lack of a better word, um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, you know, 11 years after Iron Man debuted. So, you know, it was about time that they had one. So all, all four women being strong because men are trash um, as, as some, some of Hanratty's takes are, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, as I keep alluding to, I like to keep I the know. listeners on their toes. I'm just gonna, you know, this movie what, stinks. What's going to come? <laughs> you didn't even see it. You didn't even it's, do your homework on it. It stinks. Oh, I mean, you God. have it at the bottom, so I guess it must be pretty. You know, and the, the '90s nostalgia definitely was, was a was was not overdone for me. It was like well placed, you know. Um, and then you know, having the blockbuster and Colson and Fury just kind of being younger was was a fun, you know, little little change up from you know the characters that they were. I did um, enjoy you know, seeing Colson. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then I just think the the storyline of like who are they? I mean. Spoiler alert, Chris. I guess um, it's been a year, two years. So get on it. Um, but you know the the fact of who are they fighting? You know changes. You know are is it you know this person really the villain or is this person really the villain? And the kind of change from that. It, while it's a little predictable, like you said, and maybe it's had boring or you know predictable boring, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of it worked for me. And you know, and again, the wife rewatched it recently and, you know, she was like, this was great. You know, she was the first time she saw it, 
you know, I kind of tagged along on there for it for a little bit, but you know, some of the scenes were like, Oh yeah, this one. So um, I think it has its moments. And again, I'll go back to the standalone movie. I think it's a far superior standalone movie um, than some of the other ones, even though I have it at 15, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not like a top five. So. Okay. Yeah. Wrong. So um, Avengers <laughs> Ultron um, again, uh, just to mention, you know, Greg, you've been talking about some scenes, the scene when they're at the party, um that they're having before ultron is revealed when he's doing his stuff in the background and they're they're having the banter like those are the things i really enjoy from the marvel movies um you know when thor puts the hammer on the table what do you which which banter because if you're talking about the banter between scarlet witch and uh bruce banner i roll my eyes at that every time (laughs) no i mean the banter like at that dinner party where like they're like Yeah, it's a little bit, but when when Thor puts down the hammer and they're trying yeah. to lift it and then cap, you know, and that that just whole scene and that's cool. You know, Iron Man, you know, going back and forth with either Bruce or you know that that kind of you know they they had it kind of built in the first movie as well, but uh, that stuff I really enjoy in the Marvel mm-hmm. movies. The the funnier they are, the more I enjoy them, and that's what they tend to be a lot of times as comedies. So a lot of people uh, complained about uh, Hawkeye's family and that you know, being placed on the farmstead and stuff like that. Yeah. Any, did that bother you at all? No, not really. I mean, it didn't, you know, impact me. I think the way it did for some people, you know, uh, with, I thought, I I thought that whole storyline was one of the best parts. Mm -hmm. Like, to be honest, because it's like, I I think like Hawkeye got shafted in the first Avengers movie, Mm -hmm. like, uh, like a lot. I, and I, he's actually, uh, again, one of my favorite like, characters in the MCU in terms of, like, doesn't have any, like, super ability. He's just, like, he says in, in Ultron, he's like, I'm the guy with a bow and arrow. Like, but I, None I think, like... None of this makes sense. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, I think, like, it, like, he's the only one who's, like, who, without the superpowers, he's, like, basically, other than um, Black Widow, he's, like, human. Like, he doesn't... He's just a regular guy outside of, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. and everything. So, I, I, I like the inclusion of his family and how it kind of comes up later in the MCU a little more. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the future, like going towards the MCU, I think. So we'll see how the Hawkeye series is, but yeah, I, I agree with everything with the ultra. I mean, I touched on Ultron a little bit ago. So. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Number 13, I have Dr. Strange. Um, Again, this is where it starts to get tough for me with the list making this kind of 15 through like six. Um, Dr. Strange again could flip flop with, you know, uh, my next couple movies, but I really enjoy the inception scene in Dr. Strange um, for that's the best way I could describe it when he's, you know, running through time um, doing his thing, but uh, love Benedict Cumberbatch. Watch Sherlock if you don't watch Sherlock, uh, but I think he's great. Um, so yeah, number 13, Dr. Strange, 12, Captain America, first Avenger uh, love when he turns into Captain America. I mean, I think it, I think it gets all the, the ladies going, but uh, it also, Gets me going because wow, what a what an impressive specimen that uh, that Captain America is. Uh, and then number eleven, I have Ant Man. Uh, just want to touch on Ant Man just a little bit uh, for it. Uh, Michael Pena, probably one of the best side characters in the Marvel uh, universe. Uh, it's funny, it's enjoyable. Uh, Peyton Reed, shout out to him um, for doing his thing. And I mean, obviously, he went on to do better things with Mando. Um, Love the scene when they break into Michael Douglas's house or Ant, the Ant-Man's house before he becomes Ant-Man. Uh, really enjoy that kind of scene. Um, but as, as Chris mentioned earlier, Corey Stahl, mad villain, so it kind of keeps it um, right on that mark for me for the top 10, but can't crack into the top – well, further into the top 10. 
Yeah, I'm, I gotta say, I'm a little surprised with your ranking of this because it seems kind of high for me. I mean, Chris, I know you had uh, Ant-Man at 14. I, I myself had it at 18, but like, it's just, I don't know. You know, it, it was a serviceable movie. It wasn't bad um, by any means. And it was definitely outside of the formula from things that we had seen yeah. elsewhere in the Marvel movies. But Corey Stoll's um, uh, character was just so over the top. It's like... Can't it, be bad. It's yeah, just... can't be bad. It was can't be bad. And um, I don't know. I just there's a thing you know this is kind of recurring in marvel movies this is a problem with the formula but um a lot of times you'll get a villain that is just the anti uh hero where not not an anti-hero per se but like it's the opposite it's the the hero turned bad and it's like you know him playing yellow jacket it's the same powers as ant-man except he's got shooters you know blasters yeah um and it's like i don't I don't need to see that. Give me something different, you know? And the movie itself was different, but I, I just... Yeah. I mean, I think and I, I think I, that's where that difference comes in for me of enjoying it more, you know, where for you, I think it, it's a little bit of a turnoff. I mean, I, I also enjoy the fact that, like, while this builds in the Marvel Universe, it can also kind of stand on its own mm-hmm. um, and be kind of its own movie. And, you know, the ones, you know, the further ones, I guess, when I look down is you know, as far as like, you know, and I guess that gets into more of the sequels, like even the second one, it's like, you know, servicing more of the universe than it is of just, you know, building and getting to know these characters. Um, And, you know, just, yeah, enjoy enjoy Paul Rudd's relationship with his daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, uh, I forget the actor's name, but uh, shoot, Uh, his wife, his ex-wife and like her husband. Oh, yeah. Bobby Cannavale. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I believe so. Um, so like they're, they're just, their you know, chemistry and banter is great. Um, it's just something that I enjoy. I enjoy when they're funny. I mean, as you'll see, um, I mean, not when we get to the later in the, in our top fives and tens, but I just, I, I, I think Marvel works best when it's funny. Um, I will say it's hits a little bit more for me. I will say thinking about Ant-Man now really makes me want some Baskin Robbins. <laughs> 31 flavors always one thing great customer service scene there with it love it absolutely one thing with job one thing with ant-man that i and i and i really quick like i Mm -hmm. and there's no pun intended with the statement i like the whole like movie is on such a small scale in terms of like the final battle literally takes place on top of a thomas the tank train set like it's not like this big flashy, like the effects are like flashy in terms of like the shrinking, but it's like, if yeah. you look at it, like from the aspect of like how big these like fights are, like the, the consequences are kind of big, but in terms of just like the actual side, it's not like a big battle. It's just like literally two ant sized creatures, like fighting in briefcases. I just, I think that's, that's pretty cool compared to like the other like Marvel movies that we have. But, and, and when Michael Pena goes and he retells like the stories, like when they when they put him on the drug or whatever it was, mm-hmm. like that's just that's hilarious. It's one of the it's one of the best scenes. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I can't take anything away from Michael Pena in that movie or the sequel. Absolutely. Uh, okay, cool. So that rounds out your number eleven through fifteen. Number eleven. Top um, tens. Yeah, we're getting into the top tens now. The nitty gritty. So we're gonna go through my six through ten, starting with number ten. Um, I had Doctor Strange and Harry, you mentioned um, the inception scene in that. And I remember when Doc Strange was, um, you know, about to release, they were talking about how you're not going to believe the effects they're 
they're mind blowing. Everything looks yeah. so cool. And then I remember seeing the trailer and they showed that um, inception type shot. And I was like, I've seen this before. This is inception. Yeah. But when you watch the movie, no lies were found because the, the effects go so far beyond that. Like, yeah, sure. There is a little bit of biting from inception, but there, the effects in that movie are just so phenomenal. Um, yeah. I love, you know, how, uh, how, how Dr. Strange is filled with hubris and he's just this complete jerk. And then, you know, it turns around uh, for him uh, after much learning and, and self-introspection and stuff. And that's the way it was in the comics. I think the only weak part of that movie is um, the love story. And uh, I think I read that, um, oh, what's her name? Rachel McAdams is uh, going to be back for the sequel. So I hope they do something more with her there rather than just have her be you know eye candy or whatever um right. kind of similar to the way that uh um natalie portman was in thor the dark world uh yeah. i just feel like she didn't have much going on so i don't know but other than that love story um in doc strange i think the rest of it was just tremendous and and that's why it places in the top 10 although it does go back and forth with thor for that that spot yeah uh number nine i have avengers endgame stop <laughs> okay yeah. all right what do you Stop. want to say to me <laughs> i you know what explain I, I'll, I'll let you explain before i because hold on I'm, craig I'm, stop what you're doing now now no, go ahead now you can talk about it i'm there i'm very curious because like yeah I, like go ahead well i'll i'll, I'll, I'll get all my right. rebuttal going well first of all it's it is top 10 bro i mean it's not like i'm saying this is a trash movie or anything it's right it's number nine um it had so many awesome moments and I think it was, you know, just really well done. Great movie. Um, but there were moments that resonated a little more with me um, in all the other movies. I just, I think Avengers Endgame is the third act of, you know, the MCU. And it's just, it doesn't, it's a it's a great movie but it needs everything else in order to work it needs all that other setup whereas some of the other movies that i have on this list are not necessarily that you know they're kind of standalones so i don't know i just i i don't want to talk bad about it because it's not a bad movie it's in my top 10 but i just yeah. i don't think it's in the higher echelon of that top 10 that's fair. All right. I, I, all right. Because like, no, I, I can't, I can't argue. Fight him, Chris. Fight him. No, no, no. I can't. I'm not, I, and, and you have a good point. Like in terms of like when you start reaching like top, like in top 10 of any kind of like ranking, you usually get like, sometimes you get movies that like, like you said, resonate a little closer to you. Right. Like I just, I, I, I just feel like whenever like, like it was what, 10, 11 years in the making. Hmm. And I think the way it was executed was like perfect. And I, I, I and I hear, and I, I agree with some people it's slow in the middle. Like it might be like, I don't want to say it's too long because I think that movie had to be that long to service, like basically to get to like the, you know, the end game. Um, but by the time the credits roll, but I, I think that um, like, I, I, I can't argue with you because you, 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 you know, you didn't say anything bad about the movie. I mean, I, I've talked to people who did not like Endgame other than like the like last like half hour. And they're and like everything leading up to that. And I'm like, I just, I guess let, you're right. It, it is. It's a, it's a puzzle. Let me, let me throw this in here too, to maybe assuage your, your feelings here. But um, I think, I think Avengers Endgame has better moments than Infinity War. 
but I think Infinity War is just a better movie. Um, you know, and we'll, we'll talk about those. We'll talk about Infinity War also because none of us have mentioned it yet. But, uh, but Endgame has, in my opinion, like I said, better moments, especially in regards to that third act, although there's some cool stuff all the way throughout. But, but I just don't think it's constructed as well as uh, Infinity War. No, and, and all right. So, yeah, all right, you, I, I, I was afraid that you had like had like maybe like there was something like, like I know like something where I'm just like, oh no, like it's not that he doesn't like it, but I'm like there, like I, I, I don't know. I, I personally like I, I agree with you. Infinity War is an overall better movie, mm-hmm. but like I remember like sitting in in, you know, Endgame, just like holy, like you know. Mm-hmm. So all right, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was. I was never say, mind I think, then. I, 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 take back any kind of <laughs> argument I had towards you for that. Love it. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think a lot of people went into Endgame expecting the last half an hour, you know, um, and lived for that last half an hour. So all the other stuff is is irrelevant for it. And I don't think Greg feels that way. But I think a lot of people went into that like, all right, let's get to this part where they all come back and you know they they defeat Thanos. Right. Um, so, but yeah, I think a lot of people live for that, but. Yeah, I mean, nine, sure, Greg, whatever you say. And to be fair with Endgame 2, talking about that last half hour, like, can you imagine how monumentally hard it must be to go through, you know, 22 other movies, or 20 actually, because uh, 21, I'm sorry, because Far From Home hadn't come out yet, but um, yeah. 21 other movies building to this final moment where it's like, you, you really have to nail this last half yeah. hour like there's so many chances for it to go wrong and not live up to the hype and not see, live up to the expectations Game of Thrones. Dude, yeah. <laughs> i would say that's a hot take but it's not really i think that's the common take no, that's the, <laughs> yeah that's the usual take um that's, so I, they, that's like I, yeah that game yeah we're not gonna talk about that if any episode you do of game of thrones i'm skipping they uh they had every opportunity to really just um drop the ball with that last half hour of endgame or last hour whatever it is but they knocked it out of the park so i mean yeah i like i said you you'll not find me um saying anything yeah. bad about endgame the, the only thing i didn't like and, and about that last like 30 minutes is like mm-hmm. <clears throat> like and i know you've got like you've mentioned like the humor and like the mcu mm-hmm. and i feel like some of like the like the little witty one liners were like some like were kind of cheesy like when what's her name uh the wasp is like she's like oh whatever like okay we got it cat and it like it goes back to i'm like all right you, you don't have to reference every single movie before <laughs> and then like great. black panther is like clint give it to me and gives them and gives them the gauntlet i'm just like all right we get it he told you his name was clint in civil war like, <laughs> callback <laughs> yeah like there's a lot of callbacks which yeah. it didn't take me out of it but i'm just like all right we we get it we like you just just you know whatever that's my nitpick all right that's fair um so yeah that was my number nine number eight for me was spider-man homecoming uh number seven i had captain america civil war and number six the avengers the first one i know it's called marvel's avengers it's just avengers for me the uh british spy thing doesn't exist for me so just (laughs) avengers thanks so yeah that's my uh six through ten off topic have you ever actually seen that british avengers no connery no interest connery connery i didn't even know he was in it dude he's the villain he plays uh, his name's he he plays a guy who wants to control the weather and his last name's winter it's you're great talk, you're talking the movie right not the show oh yeah. yeah yeah with uma uma thurman didn't even know oh it's great 
Um, all right, so we're going to jump into my top ten now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America Civil War. Does anyone have any opinion on this? I mean, I think you're too low on it, if that's what you want uh, the opinion to be. I mean, this is this is the movie that, you know, th- created the the second half, I guess the le- third, the last half, of, of the Marvel Universe. If this movie doesn't happen, we don't have that, that pull between Cap and Iron Man. We don't have that tension. Yeah. What do you have to say for yourself? I, you know, I, it's a good action movie because I think – there's, I, I think there's a, I mean, it's called Civil War and it's a superhero movie, but like I, I, and this is going back to Greg's point of Endgame. It's, it's not a bad movie. It's a great movie. They mm-hmm. introduced Black Panther. They introduced Spider Man, um, Baron Zemo, who's I, I think, I think my problem with I have with villains is he's one of these villains where like everything literally has to fall into place for his plan to work, and it kind of threw me out a little bit, like. Every little, like he had to basically predict Avengers, like their movements and everything. Like he's just either really smart or just really lucky. Yes. But, like I just, I, I think that kind of took it out for me. And, and he's really just like a mastermind. He's no physical threat to the Avengers. Cause I mean, they would snap him in peace like instantly. Um, I do like, I, and I, and I, that airport scene, it, it's still probably in my top three or five favorite action pieces in the MCU. Like it's probably closer to top three, but I just I think it, it's a it's a good, <clears throat> I, I I guess it's it's a good Avengers uh, two point five. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as a Captain America movie, like he is the central figure, but I think there was a lot like kind of too much focus on and in terms of like the re- like too much on the rest of the MCU and the characters, and I think they kind of like forced a little bit of that. Now I know the con, like I know the comic like kind of reference with it. That's exactly what civil war, except on a much bigger scale. But I, I think it was just a little too, like, I don't know. I, I, it's not bad. I, I do enjoy it. I just so, think it's not as. Let me pose this then. Do you, do you propose that they scale back on the connection to the MCU? Because then it's not really civil war. Or do you think they should just skip that altogether? See, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I don't know if I can answer that. <laughs> um, I, I, I do like how it like advanced. Like you're, Harry's right. It advances the MCU to basically the the third act of of set of movies in terms of the relationship between Iron Man and Captain America. But then, like, I think that like you knew going like into that last third that like they like and like any of these movies, you know, it's going to work out in the end for the most part, and like. They they kind of just made up towards the end, like after they both got like their 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 butts beat by uh, Thanos. They're like, all right, you know what? We'll have a small argument, but we're good. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Try to kill me. Yeah, but not within the confines of this movie. They did. I know. I just know. I, it, it's it's hard to explain. Like I I I think this is like one of those things where I, like as I talk lower on my list, like I, it could switch like maybe next month if I watch it again. But I I do think that it it is a really well done movie. I don't think it's a like, mm. I think it's in terms of a Captain America movie. I think it's more of an Avengers movie than it, than it would be Captain America. Yeah, that's fair. A couple understated moments from that movie that I, I just want to throw in, like personal faves of mine. Um, number one, the opening scene with the the fight. Um, I I just think that was awesome. How it's like the Avengers are this strike force and they're going after crossbones and and that whole thing. I thought that was really well done. Um, the scene when 
Downey Jr. comes back and he's talking about the uh, the kid that died um, to the rest of the Avengers. And he's like, you know, that's nice. He's not going to get to to live his life or anything yeah. like that. I thought that was pretty powerful. And um, likewise, the scene with Downey Jr. Uh, where he offers Cap the uh, the peace uh, sign um, with the pens. the pins. Yeah, I think you know Downey Jr. He's he's got a lot of moments um, in the MCU, but yeah. I think those are uh, two of his top ones, and they're in this movie alone. So. Yeah. Mission report. <laughs> I do say I, I and I like the set like the and when I said it was a good action movie, like the last fight between Winter Soldier and Captain America versus Iron Man is is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like I love how they recreated the cover of the Civil War comic at the one point where Iron Man's shooting at the shield. Like I love like yeah. I love that whole like sequence, but I I stand by my point. He's my friend, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, fair enough. What's uh, next? Like, and Cap's gonna say I could do this all day in every movie he's a Oh yes, um, <laughs> true. Number nine. No, Black don't Panther. say it. Trash. 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 Not the movie. Trash. Not the movie. Just no. this ranking. Just yeah. Uh, all right. All right. I think we might have to stop the pot. I might need yeah, like dude. thirty minutes. It's, it's just about to be this. Papa Spice and Harry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right. So defend yourself on this. Why is this rank so low? <laughs> I don't hate this movie. <laughs> okay. I don't hate it. There's a sure lot don't of- love it enough. There's That's a lot true. of things, and this goes to Harry's point of saying it's a very good, like, standalone movie. I mean, mm-hmm. he ends up being, like, you know, he's introduced in Civil War, and, and he becomes a bigger presence in the MCO. I, it's not a bad movie. I just, I think my other, like, top eight ranks a little higher. I think a lot of, like, I, I love um, Chadwick Boseman when he was casted. I think it was one of those things where, like, I was like, all right, he, he could be, I don't, I don't think he had a, like a big enough resume to really like, and a lot of these characters that step into some of the MC roles, like don't have huge resumes, mm-hmm. but I thought he, he like knocked it out of the park. Like he was, he was great as Black Panther. Um, I, I think that um, it goes to your point from before from Ant-Man is your villain is basically your hero with the same exact powers, the same, like he has a, like, you know, he, has an ultimately not like so like his vision isn't to take over the world he just wants to share wakandan technology with the world like and and he's not trying to basically like destroy it um, i want you to know that a lot of people consider him to be one of if not the top villains in the mc I, pantheon and i'm going i'm gonna get to that <laughs> okay I, I will get to that so um like i said the soundtrack's great the supporting cast is great um mm-hmm. i love winston duke in this movie he's like he's one of my favorite parts um but in terms of um in terms of the villain it's he's he's black panther he's another black panther and i hate that they actually like killed him in this movie because i feel like if they like and they're ultimately they are doing a black panther too i think that michael b jordan's too good of an actor to waste on this movie and they, i think they should bring him back now can he come back in black panther 2 i don't know like i don't i i i don't i maybe in some role but i just i did not like i think that he was just one of the characters where they should have kind of left them in and it kind of turned it off a little like turned me off a little bit mm-hmm. but that just you know harry do you mind if i jump in here yeah, cut him up, Greg. <laughs> Get him. All right. With this trash take. Um, all right. So, yeah. He's got another he's got another trash take coming up. So yeah. don't worry. Don't We're not done yet. Um, no, I mean so look, 
we're we're just mainly talking about the confines of what's in the movie itself. But if we're talking about representation and what it means beyond that, this is unquestionably number one, I think, uh, on the list. But again, we're we're just mainly focusing on what what the movie itself is. And um, um, and I'm not, and I'm not taking anything away from from that aspect of it. Like right, from, right yeah, from no, the course. Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like I think that it, it's I I don't think it's top five. I think it sits perfectly at number nine. Right. Okay. Next. I gotcha. You're still wrong, but um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, you know, you touched on the score. The score is fantastic. The setting, amazing. The, the color and the cinematography, gorgeous. I mean, it's just every character in there is so well done. You have a character who is a king, but shuns um, toxic masculinity. You know, he, he really surrounds himself by powerful females and they all get a chance to shine i mean the story well done i don't think this is a case of you know the the villain just being the flip side of the hero i think there's a little more to it um with this uh i i mean everybody is just so intelligently portrayed and i just it it stuns me that yes it's in your top 10 but it's ranked so low i mean i I don't know what else am i missing here Hair. I mean, Greg, I think you hit on a lot of, a lot of points for it. Um, and I mean, obviously, you know, I'm not going to spoil where it ranks on my list, but it's obviously mm-hmm. uh, a lot higher. I mean, the, the genius of, of Chadwick Boseman in that, in that role, I mean, you know, it's a shame we're not going to see him in Black Panther 2 mm-hmm. or in anything else, sadly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Ryan Coogler as a, as a top-notch director, um, you know, watch Creed, watch Fruitvale Station. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he knocks it out of the park. And a lot of that, I think, the good things that you talked about, Greg, come from, you know, his vision, um, you know, with that. Um, I mean, the soundtrack, I bumped that in the car mm-hmm. almost every, you know, week if I can, or at least some of the songs from it. I mean, not every song is a banger on a soundtrack, but uh, a lot of the songs are. And I mean, if you, you know, what we talk about with the impact, which, uh, you know, again, you know, it's just, it's the number two domestic grossing non I mean, Marvel film. And if you count non-Avengers movies, it's number one. And when, we, when I talk about the standalone or the sequel or, you know, you know, this is, you know, the best standalone movie out of all the Marvel movies to me um, with it. Now, I will say it does have that superhero kind of trope at the end, you know, with, you know, as Greg mentioned earlier, something he doesn't like is just the opposite. Um, but I think what they do really well in this movie is the opposites are so tied in together and, and, pol- and are polarized, polarized opposites of each other, you know, and that clashes. And I, I think that's just really well done. Um, and even, you know, the tie in from the start of the movie to the end of the movie with, you know, Sterling K. Brown's appearance, you know, um, and relations and how that works in with Michael B. Jordan's character as well. Mm-hmm. I think, I mean, they took a character here who I was a fan of from the comics, but I, I would be lying if I said he even cracked the top, 15 for me i mean be, you know he was like lower tier yeah i mean and, he wasn't even on my you know board as far like right. i'm not a huge comic guy you know sorry everyone if, if you you turned in for <laughs> for comic takes but that's why we go to greg yeah but like you know i you know had no expectations of going into black panther um for it yeah but but here they are they take a character yeah. who might be down here or even off the screen and then boom they put them all the way up the top forefront and they make him a power and it's just uh 
it's really disheartening to see you rank yeah. this so low, we're, Chris. We're fixing, it, we're fixing it. We're fixing it in post, so don't yeah. worry, everyone. It's not going to stay I, at nine. I gave you, I gave you as much credit for your number nine, and then agreed with you where you came from. And then I get, but my number nine is wrong. I, I'm not like I said. It is not a bad movie. It is a. It, it's in in my top ten of like MCU is like like basically like a bible to me. Like right. to put it for me in my top ten is like is 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 pretty good like i but i think the other movies that i do rank on here higher i enjoy more and i and i just i like them better listen, um, listen. i'm not two saying us, i don't like it two of us really enjoy it a lot more than you let's let audience let us know comment yeah. you know let no, us know no 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 let us know let us know if we're right or if hans is right just yes let us know no, All right, I, we spent. I'm, I'm done defending myself. We're yeah, we, yeah, we spent plenty Go of time on. on Black Panther. What else you got for us? All right, number eight got Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, mm-hmm. This, is, as I mentioned earlier, I was hyped to see this movie. So, um, number eight, I, 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 at one point, I think this might have been my favorite like MCU movie. But then, like a lot of the movies like that are on the list afterwards, like um, followed it. But this, this hung in like top three for a good amount of time. Um, Iron Man, the start of the whole MCU. Um, I honestly still get chills every time we get to the end of the, the end credits and Sam Jackson just shows up. And that was before like the, like, I feel like the internet was like, like a toxic environment in terms of like spoilers. And like, I I don't even think like going into it, that was ever revealed that a, they were going to do this bigger world and B that Sam Jackson was even going to be a part of it because I know he was like fan casting for Nick Fury from, I mean, the comics, he was, Right, basically ultimate. Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. So I think like that. I just I I would probably rank it higher if it wasn't for the other movies that were that are on the list, like six to one. Um, it's a great start. It's it is an example of like basically two similar villains, like with the same capability. Um, I, I like Iron Monger. I, I you know I think he would kind of did like set up his purpose to like kind of mold to, like start molding Tony Stark into who he eventually became. Um, how can when you not Paltrow, love Jeff Bridges in anything? You know, he's good, but he—he's another one. Like he overdoes it. Him and Gwyneth Paltrow rewatch this movie, and at some—I don't even know—at some point during the movie, their acting just changes. Where it's just like I feel like they rush through these scenes and just said like, just overact if you have to. It's like really, there's a couple scenes that are really weird in it, but I mean overall, like I—I I, I think it's 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 a the perfect introduction and a lot of people got to remember like when they said iron man people who were like who the hell is this like why are they starting with this why not like mm-hmm. any why not like i would say the hulk but that was next but like well known like he wasn't a a tier right he wasn't thor or captain america exactly level. yeah so i think they they marvel took like a really good chance and, and especially with favreau mm-hmm. um i thought his direction in this was like phenomenal and like the whole cinematography with with as a first movie to start off this bigger world was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number six is the Avengers. Um, I know I th- uh, we'll talk, a, we can talk a little bit um, as this goes on, but I think that's, I, I think it's right where it's, it's out of mm-hmm. the Avengers movies. I, I think it's not as good as infinity war and uh, end game. Um, it's better than Ultron. It's a great introduction. I get my favorite part is like, you know, when you first see all the Avengers together in the street, when the Hulk, um kind of just goes nuts um only problem i have with that movie is when he says that's the problem i'm always angry and he controls the hulk i don't think he does that anymore in the mcu and going <laughs> forward they were just like that nah, i was dumb yeah we'll forget like, that plot point <laughs> he literally like no long like does not control the hulk at all the rest of the mcu 
other than that, that's my only gripe I have really with the movie. I don't think I've, because I watched that movie quite a few times in theaters, and I don't think there's ever been a point where the puny god scene comes up and people didn't pop for that. Like everybody oh, yeah. loves that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Good stuff. You had some controversial takes there in your um, bottom takes, half of the trash. top 10, but let know. us know people. Let us know if, if me and, if me and <laughs> Papa yeah. Spice are right, or if, if hands is right. Let us know. Right, let's idea. hear your uh, six through 10. All right. Um, at number 10 guardians of the galaxy. Again, just, um, you know, really enjoy when the Marvel movies are fun. This was a pleasant surprise, obviously again, not being a comic book guy. When I saw this movie, it was, you know, just a lot of fun um, and really enjoyable. Uh, number nine, Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, just I love high school movies. Um, love high school TV shows. Uh, yo, what up, my OC heads? Um, but, uh, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming, it's just... And, and the, my, my favorite part, I think, about this is some of the issues we've talked about with some of the other movies. Michael Keaton is, is fantastic as, as oh, the yeah. villain in this. Um, and when he shows up and you find out that... Um, you find out that he's the father of, you know, his prom date. It's like, Oh no, here we go. And then the um, whole car ride too. Oh yeah, man. The car ride is just, it's, you know, you sit on yeah, it and you're, Pete. you're, 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 you're <laughs> uncomfortable, but like in such a good way, you're like, Hey Pete. Right. <laughs> um, so he, Pedro, just, yeah. that's what he calls yeah. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. um, but yeah, that, that one's a, that one's a good one. Um, uh, number eight, Iron Man. Um, I will say probably has some problematic things now looking back on it. You know, I mean, I know it was made in, you know, 2000 and what was it? Eight, 2008. Nah. Are you talking about him being a womanizer? Uh, well that, but also, I mean, just some political, you know, elements of it, you know, uh, um, some, some small things. Um, but you know, it is the start of, you know, the, the Marvel cinematic universe and it is, it is, a great standalone, you know, movie, um, you know, outside of the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. uh, like we've been saying, you know, one of the scenes, you know, it's, it's at the end, but you know, when he has that news conference and they're like, all right, this is what you're going to say, this is what you're going to do, you know, and you realize like, this isn't who Tony Stark is, you know, I am Iron Man. Um, and it just, boom, credits. Tote um, moment. It comes yeah, full very, circle. Very, very good. Um, number seven, Avengers, uh, Again, it's outside of the top five for me. I think it just, I mean, while, you know, when the Avengers get together and when you're watching that first battle scene, you know, back in 2012 and you're like, holy, holy cow, this is happening. Look at all these aliens. This is wild. They're all doing their thing. Um, a lot of it, you know, part of it takes place on like a ship and there's like problems with like the engine for like a long period of time and they're arguing and, you know, when the Hulk's getting out. So you know, it is, it is the culmination and it is enjoyable, but I, you know, I think some things top it. Um, number six for me. Now, if me and my wife did this list, uh, this one would be higher, but Thor Ragnarok is number six for me. Um, just, you know, any take a YTT, just sign up to do a hundred more Marvel movies, star Wars things, whatever you want to do. Everything. Um, his humor is amazing. If you haven't seen any of his other films, um, hunt for the wilder people, what we do in the shadows, you know, and some others. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit, like go see him. Um, so I think he brings a style that, again, funnier, funnier. The funnier Marvel movies are, the more I enjoy them. Um, so yeah, that is my that is my ten through six. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing really super hot or controversial about that group for I you. So I think you I know think they were. So yeah, they were pretty on Thanks, point for Papa all Spice. of us. I agree. <laughs> can Can I share a quick story of Spider Man Homecoming? Absolutely. So you mentioned you mentioned that scene when um when Peter goes to pick Liz up from prom. And yeah. um, 
and you know michael like michael keaton like you realize that like oh like he's the like you know he's liz's father um recently like within the past like two weeks i had a dream that i was for some reason in this house and liz and peter went to the dance and i was just stuck in the house with michael keaton and his wife and like at the whole time i knew he was like the villain and i was just like <laughs> like kind of just like step it was really dude i th- i think because it was on tv and it like it was one of those things where like i was like for some reason it was in my mind but like i was having like dinner with michael keaton and i'm like i woke up like this is the weirdest like dream i think i've ever had like it was just, i don't know it's just funny what, what were you about. eating do you remember i don't remember but he was talking about like how much he hated spider-man and all and i'm just sitting there like <laughs> I yeah know who you are. like <laughs> Like, 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 I don't think I got a word out. I was just like, yeah, okay. It was just, it was like, I, I just want to throw that in there. Just no more ice cream before scene. bed, Chris. This no is, more. This has been, <laughs> no this more. has been story time with hands. Yeah. Uh, next time. Yeah. Any Love other it. whacked out dreams? I'll what give you like, give, just give me one minute. <laughs> and on that note, my top five. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, here we are. We're breaking down the top five for, uh, for each of us. Um, for me, these are just the unassailable, the top tier of uh, MCU movies, starting with uh, number five, Iron Man, the original. Um, I just, again, I think this is so well done. One of the best superhero movies of all time. Um, I mean, just tremendous, great effects. Uh, I, I just, I can't say enough good things about it. Uh, number four, I had Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Harry, uh right. Yeah, Greg, you got some again, problems here. I don't. I don't. Again, it's no problems, Greg. I okay. just want to hear your love for the Guardians. I don't. Okay. I don't. You know, I think. I think for most people, they would say they like the Guardians. <laughs> they think they're fun, but I think you have like a special place in your heart for them. So I would. I would just love to hear it as I sit here and listen to you speak. I do, and I'm about to make a comparison that I. I want you guys to genuinely take to your hearts and and think seriously about. Okay. When I saw this movie and. You know, I, I was aware of the characters from the comics. I was a fan. Um, but when I saw this movie and how it was executed, my first thought for this was, this is a modern day Star Wars A New Hope. Like, it doesn't... Mm. I'm not saying, like, the, the plot follows it at all, but, like, right. it got that same feeling where this is, like, sci-fi mixed with fantasy, mixed with adventure. And I just absolutely fell in love with it. The soundtrack was phenomenal, like we talked about. Um, all of the actors uh, playing off of each other and actresses. I mean, it was just everybody was perfectly cast, and I love the dysfunctional family dynamic from it. Um, I just, I think this movie was just so well done. Again, I'm a sucker for color and vibrancy and, like, all these different things, and it was a very vibrant movie. Um, I love that we got to see Thanos in a more expanded role, slightly from just an appearance. Right. Uh, Ronan, the accuser, fell a little flat for me, but um, still, I thought, uh, you know, I, I liked him as a villain, um, even if he wasn't done one, even if he didn't do one of the most important things. I think this is the first time we found out about the Infinity Stones. Is that right? Uh, it was this, or um, is it, uh, correct me, while well, Thor the Dark World. I think the ether did this come out before? Uh, no, Guardians came out after. So the Dark World is the first, uh, and the post-credit scene is the first oh, time they right. mention the, infi- and the when um, Lady Sif um, 
says she's like it's not good to have two infinity stones in one place you're right you're right but then they you don't at that point if you're not like familiar with the comics or anything you don't know what she's talking yeah about. that probably went over my head at the at the time i saw dark dude World. benicio as the collector i mean come on he was awesome it's just yeah. everything about this movie fired on all cylinders for me and i really like that's why it ranks so high up for me i i just uh i think it's like i said a modern day star wars i put it in that category yeah, I agree. I, I think, like, Marvel was taking – and then they were taking, like, such a huge chance with this, like, group of characters because mm-hmm. it's, like, no one. I don't even think I really was familiar with who Guardians were outside. Like, I read comics growing up, but I don't, like – I never retained, like, really the story of Guardians. They weren't, like – we were talking about Iron Man being B-tier. Guardians are, like, in the general public, a D or E-tier. Right. Like, they're yeah. not – but then, like, they took a chance with, like, jumping from at that point when they were building the MCU – and then you have like some of the casting choices where like Batista, who is, who would have thought would like knock Drax out of the park? Like you would think casting him, and you're like, all right, like this dude's gonna end up like the Rock. Like it's not that he's a bad actor, but he just like he's the same character in everything. Mm-hmm. And I think like the works way- for the Rock. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I think he, well, yeah, but I think he like portrayed Drax like so well. Like and and I, you know, you have Bradley Cooper, you have Vin Diesel in there who has uses three words and makes a phenomenal performance out of it. Like I, I, you're right. I, and I, the whole like vibrancy with it, it, I think it was just at the time it was so successful because it was so different. And I think like I, that might've been to the point where they didn't want the MCU getting so stale, but they, yeah, they executed everything with that like perfectly and, and moved it like a huge jump forward, like introducing the infinity stones. Dude. And Hey, look, the end baby Groot, before there was Grogu, yeah. there was Baby Groot, yeah. the original cute baby. That's it's right. Like coins popping out of that plant. <laughs> Straight money tree. That's what yeah. he was. Yep, um, so. Yeah. No, so I just – I thought it was fantastic. So come at me, bro. <laughs> no, I mean, listen. I mean, I, I enjoy hearing, you know, when people are different, when it's uh, – when it makes sense, uh, mm. unlike some people who have <laughs> trash takes. But, um, you know – I. Again, this is just a movie that's fun. It's, it's, you know, I mean, while it has its, you know, serious and, you know, deep moments, it's just, you know, anytime the Marvel movies can have fun, it's, yep. it's an incredible time. All right. And so for my top three, uh, number three, Black Panther. Um, I mean, we kind of went in depth there. Uh, so enough said. Uh, number two, Avengers Infinity War. I think, um, Man, I just I think this is a great Avengers movie. It's just everything that I wanted to see. Uh, and, you know, it's I, I think the Russos said that it was actually more of a Thanos movie than an Avengers movie. And I mm-hmm. get that. That makes sense. And, you know, I can see that point of view also. But uh, no matter what kind of movie it is, whether it's Avengers or Thanos, I loved it. I uh, just yeah. thought it was great. And of course, my number one, the only one I haven't mentioned yet, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Uh, so this ranks at number one for me. I mean, this is just the perfect MCU movie. It, it kind of steps outside of just being a straight superhero movie where it's uh, kind of a political thriller. And Robert Redford, who, hey, look, I'm not a Robert Redford fan. I wouldn't, I don't even know if I've seen any other Robert Redford movies. Um, you know, movie fans come at me, whatever. But like, I just, you know, I I, I know the name, but he impressed the heck out of me in this. He, he blew it away. And uh, just the, the characters that they brought in with the winter soldier, I thought he was done perfectly and perfectly casted. Loved having black widow 
back and Sam Jackson as uh, Nick Fury, uh, Crossbones, Tremendous. I mean, it was just, man, it was so good. Getting to see Sharon Carter finally, yeah. like, it was so good. Um, I just, uh, I am in love with this movie and I will watch it anytime it is on. Yeah, fair shout. So that is my top five. Again, number one, Cap, the Winter Soldier. Uh, hands, let's, let's hear right. your top let's five. Go. Let's go, baby. <laughs> Who wants to hit the buzzer? Who's hitting the buzzer on this? Number five, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, God. Buzz. Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the phone oh, on vibrate. Man. That's, oh, God. that's so, curtain call for Chris. <laughs> all right, so all right. Let me, I, I'm going to explain myself, and this, this goes back very, very far. So I, was not, I, like, I remember the first time like, watching Spider-Man with Toby, the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Like number one and two, I think are I like I was I never thought Toby Wire was like a great Spider Man. Like I thought he was okay. And I like like one and two. You're just piling up bad takes. Just wait, wait, Go wait. ahead. <laughs> like I, I still think number two is like is a is a great like a fantastic superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Then three came. I hate I three is one of my worst superhero movies I've ever seen. Then we move on to the amazing Spider Man, which is I think awful. Mm-hmm. Then we go into the Amazing Spider-Man Two, which Greg, me, and you have seen together in the theater, mm-hmm. and that is such a heaping pile that <laughs> it really like turned off Spider-Man for me. And growing we did up, our own was, riff tracks to that. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that was that was awful. It was like a Saturday morning, like no one else in the theater, mm-hmm. and I like for like it it really like kind of took a lot like a, a lot away from Spider-Man because I was like a huge fan of him growing up and like seeing him just get destroyed on screen. Now I did like Homecoming, um, like not as good as Far From Home. I thought far, I thought Far From Home, like everything clicked with a, as a Spider-Man movie. The only thing I did not like about Far From Home is that they were hanging on to Iron Man when that was supposed to be the one to close out like that stage of the MCU, but like it wasn't supposed to be Endgame. It was basically Far From Home was the last of that phase. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like how they still hung on the Iron like the Iron Man relationship. I feel like they should have put Peter like kind of on his own, like outside of uh, Tony's shadow. But I thought everything, like, I love Mysterio. He's been one of my favorite Spider-Man villains, like, in, like, video games, like, comics growing up. Like, I, I love how they portrayed him. Um, I love, like, all the performances. I like how they even gave, like, Happy Hogan some time to shine. Hmm. Like, I, I, I thought the whole supporting cast really stepped up from Homecoming. Um, I thought the action in it was great. I, I just, I, there's something about Far From Home that I, I think is superior to most other Spider-Man movies. I wouldn't put it above Spider-Man 2 with Tobey Maguire, but I would absolutely put it um, above Sp- like the first Spider-Man. But it just, it is probably like very close to being my favorite Spider-Man representation on screen. That's cool. Now, why is he wrong, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> Black Panther is number nine. <laughs> Spider-Man Far From Home is number five. Just let us know, people. Let us know I, where. All right. So where God, we I, went wrong, raising raising hands. Let us know yeah. where we went wrong. I just let I, us know I just, where we missed. I and and we're gonna go back to that word resonating. I resonate. Dude, with Homecoming these, these is better than this movie. No, it's not. It no, is it's not. Why? Why? It's just it's a better movie. <laughs> Do you want do you want me to tell you the problems I have with Far From Home? Give me three problems. All right. First problem is um 
I didn't like the way that they treated some classic Spider-Man villains. Here, they just made them elementals, but Hydro-Man and Molten-Man are actually Spider-Man villains. Okay, I'm writing down your Boom. point, so if you Roasted. see me writing down, I'm, ju- I'm, I'm just going to kind of rebut. So okay. Keep going. Yeah. Boom. All right. Roasted. So, not a fan of that. Um, I'm not a fan of the costumes. I didn't like the change from the first one, and I didn't like the whole Night Monkey slash stealth suit thing. Uh, it just didn't work for me. Uh, I said three. Keep going. Yeah. Okay. And the third, uh, I mean, I don't know. It just it felt kind of hokey to me that they tied in all of this stuff with uh, with Iron Man, um, kind of similar to your point, which is you know I just using the barf system and all these employees. It's like, oh, remember this guy from Iron Man one? He was in the background. Remember this guy from Iron Man three? He was in the background. Like I. Some people might think it's clever. I just thought it was unnecessary and over the top. Um, I do agree that I like Jake Gyllenhaal and I like um, the way Mysterio was done. Uh, I thought they did a really good job with Mysterio, but that stuff just kind of keeps it from being top tier for me. And Homecoming, I thought, was just better all around, better story, better um, villain. I just, it's tops for me. Far from home, not so much. All right, so here's my. You probably uh, just gonna, wrote down trash. I'm going to Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So for those listening to audio only, Chris wrote down, "You're wrong," and a basketball face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that Spider-Man. Mysterio? Oh, oh that was Spider Man face. Yeah. Listen, the fight scene with Mysterio <laughs> when he's doing the illusions on him um, mm-hmm. is really cool, but. Like Greg, sometimes I don't appreciate when movies and shows do the trick behind the trick, mm-hmm. and the whole like al- element of adding Mysterio is like, oh, he was in these other parts, but you just didn't see him, but he was there. Like, okay, like don't you know let make make something a little bit more believable or or do something else there with that. I, I don't enjoy when when films do that. And Homecoming is far superior. I think Michael Keaton is slightly the better villain mm-hmm. um, to me. I, I don't know if it's maybe the relationship tie-in that, um, you know, to Peter with that. Um, but I think, you know, both villains could possibly be back in the future. And one thing that I will give you credit for, Chris, is, is it hard. It, it could be that Spider-Man Far From Home is a superior Spider-Man movie, because of future Spider-Man movies. Like his story is going to continue to be told, uh, you know, from, you know, as Tom Holland and, you know, hopefully as they grow it, if they continue to do more movies, you know, which, you know, I guess that'll, you know, time will tell, but um, you know, it could end up being, you know, higher, but I don't think it outranks Black Panther by a long shot. So. And to your point here, I will give you that the ending was, was pretty awesome and shocking. And it made me immediately want to go and watch, you know, five more installments of Spider-Man movies. One other thing, even while I'm thinking of this here, you asked for three points, Chris, but I'll give you a fourth. They even redid the school trip trope. Um, you know, they went to DC in the first one and that was all about him being away let's from town and stuff. Yeah. Let's run it back, baby. And now all of a sudden they're far from home. They're over in Europe. It's like, no, we already saw that. Like, give us something new. Look, it's not a bad movie, but it's not number five. So change it. <laughs> you, guys, you guys have some points. <laughs> yeah. uh, n- number four. Okay. <laughs> We're going to go to uh, Avengers Endgame, which we, we touched on um, mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. Number three is Thor Ragnarok. All right. Um, there will be no argument here. No, there's a, there's a problem here. I'm fine with this one. You're wrong, Papa. It's fine. <laughs> <No>. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Look, Thor Ragnarok 
don't get me wrong. I love it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, but I don't think it is in that top five greatness for me. Number one, the comedy was ramped up way too much. I get that. Perfect. Great. No, 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 no. I get Lord. that. I'm into comedy, and I think, you know, it definitely has a home in the MCU, clearly. But um, Thor isn't that character, and it just seems like it's an unnecessary thing to do. I also thought the plot was a big mishmash with tying in Planet Hulk and all of that stuff. It's like, it again, unnecessary. They had Hela as the main villain, and she's a phenomenal villain. Why don't we have her throughout the whole course of the movie uh, and played by a phenomenal actress, by the way. Um, Instead, they take this giant detour and go roundabout so that they eventually come back and fight her. I just, I I don't know. I thought it was kind of messy. I'm not saying Taika did a bad job or anything. I thought he did well enough and I'm really looking forward to the next movie, Love and Thunder. I think that's going to just be insane. Um, But Ragnarok just does not rank high for me. So why is it so high for you? All right, so I I, I remember like like actually actually watching Ragnarok like the first time, and I like with the humor like I don't even think like with the humor like I just I was like I think I was cheesing like ear to ear through that whole movie <laughs> because like <clears throat> everything about it like you have such like such strong supporting characters like Tessa Thompson mm. as um, Jesus why can't I remember her name she's great as Valkyrie Valkyrie yeah. is phenomenal like I loved her whole introduction to character. And I love how where they're going in the future with her character. Um, you get a Hulk that I uh, like. I think that his rep- representation in that movie was perfect. Like it was bar- like Mark Ruffalo wasn't like he was in it for I think majority of it. Like as not the Hulk, but I think that the scenes that we got with the Hulk were like I- I've been wanting to see since the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton. Like mm-hmm. I-, I think that was really well done. Um, I like Banna? you didn't you didn't want to see that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not Banna. talking about that. We're talking MCU. Not <laughs> uh, crap. Um, so then I would say, um, like you move along, like with just like Jeff Goldblum is like phenomenal in it. Like yeah, they do mix up a lot of different stories, but yeah. like I think everything. I don't think that movie really has a bad scene in it. Like I, I just it's very well crafted together, and it makes sense with the story. Like they do take a lot of aspects from different comic stories and and plop them in like i thought like when you think of ragnarok you think it's going to be like this dark movie like kind of like a like especially how they set it up in age of ultron you're like ah, that's not good like it's gonna be a pretty bad time for asgard mm-hmm. but like it just it was a it was more of a comedy than like than like it was a comedy action which is great like there was so much of it like compared to like other like like other third like it was a great third movie for like like compared to like iron man 3 or like i don't Cat, like i'm trying to think of another one yeah. or like civil war for me mm-hmm. like i think this was like great and it like it gave us the thor that we ended up seeing in like infinity war which is like great like i love his character in like from there now Endgame thor is a little different but i just i love i love the thor that we get in ragnarok and infinity war and i just thought they were like kind of mesh well together I'm not see I'm not opposed to the comedy in the Thor movie because I I absolutely loved Jeff Goldblum as the Grandmaster. I loved um Korg and Meek. Give me a Korg and Meek movie and I'm oh, yeah. all in. They're they're um, phenomenal. And and like you said, you know, as far as new characters go, um uh Valkyrie was tremendous as well. But like if you're going to have comedy in a Thor movie, have Thor be the straight man. 
I don't want him, you know, being goofy or, or like cutting up or anything like that. And yeah, with a name like Ragnarok, I'm expecting huge stakes. And it's like, yeah, okay, Mjolnir got blown up and Asgard got blown up, whatever. But like, I don't, it just, it doesn't, well, yeah, but it doesn't feel as serious as like right. it should be. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, uh, and the executioner was another one like Scourge, like, he is an awesome character in the comics and they made him like a jokey character. Surtur, yeah. I thought, was going to play a huge part and he doesn't yeah. really. Uh, I was really looking forward to seeing Thor versus Surtur. Um, so, I don't know. Like, it's just good movie, it but yeah. doesn't it hit does have a It does have a lot packed into it for, you know, even its runtime and, you know, for all the things that to do, like we mentioned with, you know, Hulk mm-hmm. and um, the villains. It's just... I, I, I lean more towards Chris on this one mm-hmm. um, because I, I do enjoy it. I do think it's, you know, if not the perfect amount, I mean, give me the Kylo Ren meme more, more, <laughs> you know, um, because I think, you know, I, like you said, Greg, can't wait for love and thunder, mm-hmm. but yeah, this, this one definitely is in my, is my number six and wholeheartedly agree with Chris. Your, yeah. your take is trash, Papa. So sorry. <laughs> okay. Fair I, enough. I, and I do like, and one last thing good that points, like, but it's trash. One last thing that I do like is Loki in this movie. I think mm. he's he's phenomenal. Like yeah. I think like the first like one and two, like he's menacing. Like you know he's the um, he's very like tricky and everything, and he still does like some tricks here. But like he actually like I never saw him as like other than in like Avengers like a hundred percent like villain. Like mm, I feel like yeah. he was like kind of like an antihero through like Thor. Like you you find out like his past and like he had like kind of like a rough like a rough, like he's not really like Odin's son and you know, that kind of thing. And I always like yeah. felt like he was more of an anti-hero, like further into the MCU as we get to like Ragnarok. But um, I mean, leading into my no- number two, like when infinity war, like I think like Loki's transition from, it was my favorite thing to see in Ragnarok and his relationship with Thor. Cause I thought they were like, I thought they played off so well, like in those comedic moments. And I, you know, I, I that was one of the strongest things for me for Ragnarok. Okay. This is something you, you, the next two movies are something you and Greg could both agree on, Chris. This yes. is going to be wonderful. Number two, uh, Infinity War. Um, I, it's still, you know, it, it leading up to all the movies at that time, leading up to that, it, it's, um, I love the whole ending to it of where, like, basically, it's not a generic superhero movie. Like, the villain literally went, like, wipes out half the, the planet, and they're like, all right, let's roll those credits. <laughs> like, oh, man, that was such a somber ending. Oh, I know. Like Captain America. Quiet people walking out. Captain mm-hmm. America's just like sitting there and Thanos she's just like, Yep, at that I wasn't I wasn't messing around. Like you weren't changing my mind. Mm-hmm. Like and I like I like how they like made it seem like I wish I would have seen like more of like some of the stones and work. Like I don't even think we see like really like the soul stone really do anything. I mean, you see it a couple times, but I mean other than that, just like there. Right. Like I you see it with when he fights like um Doctor Strange. But other than that, like I don't I, it just it, it it fits well with where they were going like leading up to that whole time because the whole time they said like they like show Thanos you're like you're getting like the Infinity War I think the way they did it where like you're right like the Russo brothers are right it's a Thanos movie like it's him collecting the stones and he at no point has any like any fear of or not fear just like any threat of being defeated like I, I've I've watched this probably more than any other MCU movie. And like you don't ever feel like Thanos is like you know at by the end of the movie like he's going to do what he's going to do, um, but I just I, I he's one of my favorite like movie characters like ever like I'd say like at least top twenty 
So I like thought the way Brolin portrayed him and the way that the MC, like in the Russo brothers kind of used him was, was great leading into, especially leading into like the finale with Endgame. I hope he's back in the future. He could be, um, but we'll see. Okay. And then um, Winter Soldier is number one. It, this is my favorite superhero movie, like in general, other than like the Watchmen, um, which, you know, since we're talking about MCO, I'm not going to bring, you know, bring that up anymore. Mm-hmm. But um Winter Soldier's been like one of my favorite characters since like reading comics. Like I always loved his character. Um, he was basically like a like a no name Captain America, like for like the general public. But I, I I always loved his relationship with Captain America. I think you know Lee going into it, you know that Bucky is the Winter Soldier. Like for at least I knew, but then like to see his like mask get ripped off and like they have that street fight is is just so well choreographed like mm-hmm. everything in this movie just like clicks on every like it's it's basically like an espionage movie which again like a spy thriller mm-hmm. like you can yeah. take Cap- you can take captain america out of it and and it it would still be like a great movie mm-hmm. so yeah, that's a really good point and the score was tremendous too yes you know oh yeah yeah wow okay so you have some hot takes in there for sure but also some some stuff that i agree with Harry, you are the final one. Let's listen, run down your top five. Listen, we saved the best top five for last. Obviously, <laughs> that's what we do here. Um, so as I've, as I've talked about a lot tonight is I love when the Marvel movies are funny. But what I love even more than when movies, especially the Marvel movies, are funny is when things get depressing or things get, you know, uh, out of hand and when it gets really dark. And I mean, listen, the Marvel movies aren't super dark, but... Um, you know, Captain America Civil War is my number five. And the reason why it's my number five is because this is, as I mentioned earlier, is where things change. This is where there's actually some stakes. This is where there's some differences. It's not the good guy versus the bad guy. It's not, oh, hey, here's the villain today, you know, gone in the next movie. It's they're building on it. And, you know, there's that scene, as I mentioned earlier, with Cap and with Iron Man, where they have that moment where, you know, Cap's talking about Bucky's his friend. And, you know, Tony's sitting there like, I thought, you know, so did I, you know, I thought I was your friend too. Um, and that moment just hits and, you know, it goes through, you know, is, is a, is a through line throughout the movie. And as they go into the, the future movies and as we get into infinity war, you know, of just that, that hanging there of like Cap and Tony, they got some, they got some things to work out. Um, I think they could have played on it more, you know, and made it even more heartfelt, but you know, that's, that's all I ever want is depressing, you know, movies that, you know, <laughs> don't end well for anyone. Um, number four for me is Avengers Endgame. Unlike Greg, uh, I, you know, while, you know, it might be more of a, of a normal take to just say, you know, that last 30 minutes is incredible, but you know, go ahead, pull it up on YouTube, pull it up on your Blu-ray, pull it up on, you know, your, your Disney, your Disney plus, you know, subscription and just, you know, watch that final 45 minutes, you know, and including, you know, um, and just don't tell me you don't like, you're not like ready to cheer, you know, as you know, the pop in the theater when you, when you saw it, um, it just, it's incredible. And it's the culmination of everything. And and that's why it ends up so high for me. Um, Number three, I have Captain America winter soldier. Um, While I, when we get into the top fives for me, you flip a coin, honestly, you know, on any of these movies uh, in my top five, but I mean, I, I have no qualms with not putting it as, you know, as you guys having it as your number one. 
Um, I, you know, it is a throwback to seventies, eighties, you know, spy thriller, you know, mm-hmm. James Bond tighten up, you know, not exactly like James Bond, but that kind of element of, you know, Hey, he's got to go and do something. And, you know, Chris mentioned that scene when, you know, Bucky is, you know, more or less revealed to cap and just that intense, you know, shootout watching that back and just thinking about like, uh, I always like to put myself like, what if this really happened in like real life? And it, it's really intense. It's one of the more intense, you know, Marvel, I would say scenes, um, it just as far as the, you know, all the guns going off and traffic accidents and all that stuff um, for it. But yeah, that's my number three. Uh, mm-hmm. Infinity War, we all rank Infinity War number two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have that common thread line. Um, love when a villain wins. Um, love when a villain, you know, Dark Knight, look at the Dark Knight while, you know, they caught the Joker, kind of felt like he won. Um, you know, Empire Strikes Back, you know, look at things like that. It just love when people are left depressed i don't know it's just i uh, enjoy those type of movies like let's go for it let's challenge let's he challenge drinks your tears <laughs> drink it mm, give it to me but like it's just it 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 has that scene you know and everybody you know goes into the the ether and, and disappears and turns into dust and it's just like they went for it you know, and we always get in a fight or I always get in a fight with our friend Tim just about like, he's like, dude, why don't you love it? And it's like, dude, there's not enough stakes in it for me. And that one civil war, you know, and even winter soldier, just because how a little bit dark it is, you know, really stand out for me. Um, it literally that. does not get any higher stakes than infinity war. No. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> um, and then my number one is Black Panther. I mean, we talked a lot about it earlier. I mean, you know, part of it, I mean, might pull at my heartstrings just because Chadwick will, won't, mm. you know, be back to, you know, do anything. You know, I wish I could watch him for the rest of my life, you know, do acting. But, um, you know, it's just, it's a fantastic movie. It's a, it's a great clash of, you know, um, one side, you know, not having anything and being, you know, torn away from, you know, his father and another man idolizing his father, you know, and having everything. You know, and then that clash of, you know, what do we do with all these resources that we have? Do we dominate the, you know, the rest of the, the world with it? Or do we keep it for ourselves and keep ourselves strong, you know, from outside? Um, you know, and just the Michael B. Jordan, you know, villain, you know, part of it. I mean, who, who doesn't love a good meme? Is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> so, uh, you know, just love that moment in the film as well. Cause that's another one where it's like, Holy, Holy cow. Like, where are we going with this? Like he's taking over Wakanda, you know? Um, and just, you know, we talked a little bit about the supporting cast or the soundtrack, the score, uh, for me, you know, anything in my top five is, you know, just throw it on and I'll watch it, you know, as far as Marvel movies are concerned, as much as I, you sure. know, find the Marvel movies to be okay, you know, but, um, yeah, that's my number one. So that's, awesome. that's my list. Well, thank you, boys. Um, this has been a absolute pleasure. That is all of our <laughs> picks. Yes, it's been a pleasure for most of it. I don't movies. know. There was some. There was some. There was some. I, sh- I shouldn't have there. had to defend myself as much. As, as I did. <laughs> hey, quick take from you guys. Quick take based on um, the trailers that we've seen. Where do you think? Like, what section do you think Black Widow is going to land in? It's a great question. Great question. I. So there's, there's, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, okay. I, I, it's, it's tough because I, I, I would say it's going to be like mid, like mid range. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I had, I wasn't too interested in Black Widow, I, but I saw the trailer. Like a couple of the scenes were like, eh. I, I like the villain in black in, uh, in Black Widow, Black Widow. Window. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Black Window. Um, 
with uh it's taskmaster mm-hmm. so I, I i love his like design like I, i'm i think it's going to be kind of like one of those movies where it's just like it, it's going to be like i think it's going to set up for a future black widow possibly because i mean we all know what happened to her this takes right. place well before um infinity war but i i would say like mid-range for me okay yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I mean, this will be the 24th movie. Um, so, I mean, if you're saying is it going to be in the top 12, I probably would have to say no. Um, but, I, you know, that's just off me never seeing the movie. I mean, I'm not a huge trailer guy. I try to avoid trailers as much as I can, especially those TV spots or, you right. know, the second or third trailer because I feel like it just gives too much away. The only reason why I think it'll jump up is because of the supporting cast with this. Lawrence um, Pugh, baby. Yo, Florence Pugh. I'll, I'll literally watch her do anything. I love David Florence Harbour. Pugh. Follow her on Instagram. She does these great cooking videos. They're very instructive if anyone's looking how to cook. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think she could take it up a notch. Um, I forget his name, but Hopper from Stranger Things is in David it. David Harbour. Like Harbour. Yeah, David Harbour. Thank you, guys. Um, I think he could have some comedic moments. And like I mentioned earlier, I love a good, you know, when Marvel's funny. So I think it has a shot, but if you had to like ask me right now, like I'd probably say it ends up in the, in the bottom half of, you know, the top 24. Wow. Not so optimistic. I'm going to say um, it's going to fall in my 11 to 15 with a chance to just crack the top 10. I think it has a chance. So, but that's just me. I think Black Widow was like a great supporting character. Like mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I think like anytime she's in the MCU, like she's a, she's a great character. I just I don't know if I'm gonna be like if I'm interested interested enough to like really know her like her backstory mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I don't know but like I like I said it doesn't it, from what I had kind of read it, it looks like it doesn't go too far in the past like it, it looks more along the lines of like it goes back like if anything a couple of years and mm-hmm. then like does like some flashbacks like to whenever but I don't know I, I yeah I agree with you eleven to fifteen okay. Good stuff, boys. Well, that's pretty much it for our show. Thank you all for hanging around. Uh, hands, anything for the um, listeners or viewers? I got, I got nothing. Just, uh, <laughs> please, please vote for my takes. Yeah. This is please, me, hand ready. Please watch Far From Home. Yeah, uh, hands agrees to uh, watch Captain Marvel and also rank Black Panther higher. Uh, Harry, what? Uh, anything from you? No, I mean, this has been fun. Looking forward to the next episode again. Let us know about, about Hans' trash takes or if we're wrong. If Let us know. I don't think anyone will let us know we're wrong, but, you know, that's why, that's why we put this out here. I will. Cool. Guys, uh, we are going to be back in two weeks. Our schedule is going to be biweekly. New episode drop every other Friday, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'm not going to reveal what the next episode is just yet, but I think it'll be something you guys will enjoy um, as film fans. Um, Beyond that, like, share, subscribe, comment, follow. Uh, like I said, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, iTunes, leave us a review. Much appreciated. Um, five, other than, five stars. Yeah, five stars, baby. That's what we're shooting for. Other than that, thank you guys for joining us. And make sure that you live spicy. Spicy.